Well, hey there, folks. Man, oh man, it's Monday. Hey, all right. Can we really be that excited about Monday, Adam? Relax, everybody. Hey, guys, like I said in my, in my Twitter thingamajiggy, today's show is going to be a little bit quick today. I picked up a shift at the bar tonight with these only 19 days left until Haley, Way, and I leave for Chicago, leave for All In, leave for StarCast. I'm picking up all the extra cash that I can right now, guys. So we are going to start this thing off right away because I really got to get to work in about uh, an hour and a half to two hours. So I got to get this done, got to edit, and then I got to get on my way. But man, I'm going to make it up to all of you guys tomorrow. Check it out. Live show, 4.30 Las Vegas time. I will be doing a hard half hour tomorrow. I promise. So... To make up for today, join me tomorrow. Let's go live where I ask you the questions, and away we go. Folks, we are 19 days away from All In. Mm, the excitement is building. I can't wait to see what the NWA comes out with these next 19 days. I can't wait to see what the, the, the Cody Rhodes YouTube channel comes out with for the next 19 days. I can't wait to see what I come up with for the next 19 days. It's going to be a great freaking time. I took a few questions today. Let's go to Baron, Zach, M. Baron writes, if NWA President William Patrick Corgan announced an international wrestling tournament similar to New Japan's G1, is there anyone you'd like to see involved with that? Have you had the opportunity to watch the promotion uh, to watch the promotion Mitch, Mr. Shivani works for, I'd love to see an NWA MLW show. Baron, to answer your question, my man, when it comes to copying what other people do, as you can tell from 10 Pounds of Podcast, we do not believe in copying other people. We want to be as original and as different as we possibly can be. Eh? Smart guy, smart guy. So, Baron, I don't want to see anything like that. I want to see... I'm so excited to see what the NWA is going to come up with after All In. So, I think when it comes to predicting what the NWA is going to do after All In, let's save that for after All In, and let's just focus on this build right now. But, Baron, to answer your other question about Mr. Uh, Tony Schiavone's, uh where he works for now... I have gone out of my way in my extremely busy schedule to uh, check out uh, what Mr. Tony Schiavone is doing over on MLW. You guys can find them on the YouTube just, just like I did. And the reason I like that is I'm a huge fan of uh, Tony Schiavone. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a Patreon to Mr. Schiavone. I'm a huge fan of what happened when. It's kind of where I get uh, a little bit of my inspiration for the sense of humor for this show. <clears throat> and, but yeah, man, I think that MLW is doing a, 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 a fair job is what I'm going to say right now because I'm only about three episodes in. I have been watching uh, one every other day, so we'll see what happens. But as, as of right now, if you guys do want to check out MLW, I don't see why not. I think Tony Schiavone is... I love hearing him starting off, getting into that groove and feeling it again. I don't think that he's on episode three as comfortable. Of course, the guy hasn't done wrestling in like 20 years, but 
I want to see if Tony Schiavone can do it again, and I think we all know that the man definitely can. Let's go to Chad. He sneaked in a question here. Uh, let's see what Chad writes. He says, question for today's show. What would you like to see from Cody Rhodes from now to all in to help sell the NWA match as being important to him? Chad, I think it is so evident to everybody that watches me, everybody that's watching 10 Pounds of Gold, everybody that's watching all us that Cody Rhodes is all in with this and I cannot see a better person to be facing our champion, Nick Aldis, at All In. There was a, a, a lineup of matches that just got released recently, and you know what the top match is? Cody Rhodes versus Nick Aldis. Chad, let's talk about that a little more tomorrow on the live show. I, I hope that you'll be joining me then. I just got to get going, and I'm really sorry, guys, but I got to go get a shower, go, go get pretty, and I got to still edit this thing. So we are going to go to, uh, this is very interesting. Something happened to me. Uh, I asked uh, Sir Absurd to write up a little, I guess, a book report on the uh, most recent addition to the Josephus Book Club, The Demolished Man. One second, let's find the book. I can't find it. Can I not find it? I can't find it. God damn it. Well, I couldn't find a book. So we're going to put a picture up. But when he sent me this report, uh, his, his, his voice is uh, hidden. His... Uh, his, uh, his, his words ring very, very true. So we are going to end the show with this very special first edition from Sir Absurd on the uh, latest edition to the Josephus Book Club, The Demolished Man. Enjoy. Josephus Book Club, The Demolished Man by Alfred Bester. As soon as you open this book, its velocity pulls you in. You are propelled into the future, where telepathic abilities are not only on the rise, but prevalent enough that nobody has even attempted to commit a murder in nearly a hundred years. Yet that's where we find Ben Reich, head of Monarch Industries. His business is in a life-or-death struggle with his enemies corporation D. Courtney Cartel. The fight has been slow and vicious, like the galactic battle between the Milky Way and Andromeda. One will have to eventually lose and that loser will be taken over, reincorporated into the winner. Much like our NWA feud between Timothy Storm and Josephus, something has to give. And much like Josephus, Ben Reich will have to buck society's status quo and do something so unexpected that it is borderline genius or madness. Things that NWA fans might think about during the reading of this book. One, the relationships and connections between telepathics in this book might be a glimpse into how the conversations are carried on between Josephus and his spiritual advisor. And... Two, which is truly the demolished man? Storm or Josephus? Or is it fast becoming a mirror image staring back at the other, and that is the reason Josephus has extended the hand of discipleship? Because Josephus sees and wishes to harness a piece of himself that is inside Timothy Storm. And for whatever others may think of Josephus, the last proclamation in the demolished man from the telepathics to the normals may be true. It says, you must learn what it is. You must learn how it is. You must tear the barriers down. You must tear the veils away. We see the truth you cannot, that there is nothing in man but love and faith, courage and kindness, generosity and sacrifice. 
All else is only the barrier of your blindness. One day we'll all be mind to mind and heart. And for as many ways as you can interpret Josephus' actions, that may very well be where he and his spiritual advisor are leading us to on the way. Or they could be leading us down a highway of flame straight into hell. Down into a place so dark that Baphomet might even peek himself a little bit. A place where ultraviolence cleanses the soul and the sheep soil themselves in fear of the future knocking on their front door with AK-47s and female prison camps and whatever other conspiratorial stuff that Mr. Rotella likes. This has been your 10 pounds of podcast correspondent, Sir Absurd, writing from the aisle of an undisclosed adult bookstore somewhere near you. Wow! And Mr. David Lagana calls me insane pants. Have a great day, everybody. Thank you for joining me here on 10 Pounds of Podcasts. I'll see you tomorrow night live at 4.30 Las Vegas time. I'm going to the bar. Bye-bye for now. Thank you, Sir Absurd. That was very, very interesting. I look forward to more.